The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. We're not in bar today. Today, we're in Peoria. Spring training just kicked off, John. Have you ever been in Peoria, Paul? I have. I'm here right now. Arizona? Yeah. I've been to Peoria, Illinois. You ever There's been there? There's two. There's two Peorias. People do forget that. Do you think if there's a third, we could go three Oria and go to all three? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We can make a couple of trips for that one. Big interview today with... Huge. Chase DeYoung, Seattle Mariners pitcher. He's in the rotation this year. This guy's the real deal. He's this the real deal. This isn't us just bringing on some some old fart from Long Beach. This is real major league pitcher. Major league baseball pitcher. He's like Charlie made his, Sheen. Made his debut last year with the Mariners. Remember, he was with the Blue Jays. Then he went to the Dodgers, got traded. Then he got traded again mm-hmm. to the Mariners. Yep. Made his debut last year. And now he should be up for good. That's at least what I'd say. I'd say so. I don't say why not, to be honest. I mean, the Mariners had an okay, mediocre year last year. You can only get better if you put Chase DeYoung in the, in the rotation. That's just, I mean, I'm not an expert, but, you know, that's just how I, how I think. Paul, I know we're talking about very relevant stuff right now, but I'm just going to interrupt it all. I was reminded when you said, I think he's going to stay in the bigs. Did you hear about this, that Tim Tebow is going to be a major league p- player one day? I did know that. That was tight. Well, he's been... The scout just said that. He, they, they said... We would be like surprised if Tim Tebow doesn't make it all the way up to the big leagues. Are you excited? We should go to his debut. We should get him on the show now before he's like famous. Let's get to, before we get to the interview. We got some business to take care of. Yep. Iron sharpens iron. CIF basketball playoffs going on right now, and we got two teams from Long Beach in the CIF Southern Section semifinals. St. Anthony and Pauley both advanced. St. Anthony beat St. Paul sixty-three thirty-nine. First semifinal appearance since 2007 for the Saints. Pretty epic stuff. Frank Stane, 12 points. It was a team high. The St. Paul coach, look, St. Paul, you know I'm a St. Paul guy. I have to be. Namesake and whatnot. Yep. St. Paul, their coach says after the game, he was like, you know, we didn't play well. We just didn't play our best. And, you know, it just it stinks that we didn't play our best at the last, at the very important time. And I'm like thinking, hey, guy, you didn't play your best because the other team was literally better than you were, you know? Like, don't freaking, like, not give them credit for absolutely running you off the court. You know what this reminds me of is those awful kids at, at ping pong back in the day that I would, like, beat every time, and they'd always be like, ah, oh, I played bad that game. Yeah. It's like, no. yeah, yeah, you hit it off the table because I'm better than you. That's ex- that's exactly correct. Yeah. I'm glad that we're on the same page there. Yep. Because that nothing makes me matter than when a coach – tries not to give the other team credit and just says, oh, we just didn't play well. You didn't play well because they made you not play well. That's how it works. Paul, I'm a, I'm a friend of yours, and you need to settle down a little bit. I know, I'm ticked. I'm ticked. Let's, uh, well, so, we, hey, know, we were going to go get massages with the whole nine weight staff last week, and we didn't do it. We didn't that's do it. Problem. See, that's why I'm a little ticked to, off I need right to now. loosen you up That's why I'm bit. ticked yeah. off right now. St. Anthony, this Friday, 
plays at home against Crean Lutheran. I'll be there. Semifinals. I'm going to be there as well. Uh, hey, you want to carpool? Yeah, I'll carpool. St. Anthony, it's tough to park over there, by the way. So if you do <laughs> want to go to that game, you make sure you get there early. Yes. St. Anthony, uh, they're going to put up a century mark. Which means 100 points. Which is 100 points. Crean okay. Lutheran has no chance. I'm just going to say that right now. And you could put that in words because I literally put it in words for you. Polly. Polly, Paul, you're hot. Stay hot. I am hot. Polly, which is like me, kind of. Polly. A couple Name, namesakes. Namesake and whatnot. Exactly. They beat top seeded Oak Park in Division One, 85 76. Your boy, Malik Salahuddin, 29 points. My boy, Daryl Pork Jr., 27 points. People keep talking about this Oak Park team, John. They're really tall. They got like a couple 6'10 dudes on their team. Keep talking about this Oak Park team. But hey, Last time I checked, a little, like, shimmy shake, low post layup is only two points. And when you shoot it from behind the arc, it's three points. That's why we pulled that off. Seven three-pointers in the second half for Polly. Well, it sounds like they had trouble with the J over at Oak Park, and I'm not surprised because if you add J to their name, Joke, joke Park. Park. That's, a hell of, that's a hell of a joke, buddy. <laughs> you like that one? They play, Polly plays at Chino Hills. Lonzo Balls, alma mater. Yeah, but they're not there anymore. Well, hence alma mater. There's going to be a lot of three-pointers cast in that game. The pace is going to be wild. I'm so glad that, that Long Beach Poly is still in it because they're so fun to watch because they kind of play like we do. I'm not saying that we're any like good like those kids are, but they like to push the ball up and down the court and try to get as many shots up as possible. And the, many, the more times you shoot, the more times you have a chance to score the basketball, and the more times you score the basketball, the better chance you have of winning. That's, that's right outside. Science. That's right out of the St. Cornelius eighth grade handbook. <laughs> I was say, that's, a little science there. For that's you. that's our style of basketball. Yeah. Let's move on. Grind my gears. We're already hot, so we might as well keep it rolling. Grind my gears. You got something for me today? I mean, really for, pissing you off. First of all, you're hot, so I yeah I do have stuff. But do you want to go while you're hot, or you want me to go? first? You go first. I okay. need to cool down for a little. Cool bit. down. I don't you, want to get too hot. Go in the uh, what's the little tank that like uh, Roger Federer sits in between matches. That's where you need I'm going to go. call it the cool tank. Yeah, the cool that's tank. My go, go, yeah. That's my guess. Grind my gears. Here's one. If you go to a bar in Downey, there's no seats at the bar. Every bar's, every seat at the bar is already taken. And that ticks you off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we were supposed to go to a bar in Downey on Friday, and you didn't show. Well, I was at an Olympic party. That's fine. No, that's fine. But USA I, Hockey. So I went by myself, and like when you're by yourself, you want to sit at the bar, but there's all these people that are like together, they should be sitting at the booth. Don't put the, the, the guy by himself at a booth. Because that's, that, yeah, that's lonely. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, because if you're sitting at a booth, you're looking across and there's nothing there. But if you're at the bar, you're looking across, the bartender's there. So yeah. that's your partner. And you can, there's always the potential of just like getting into a classic old-timey, just a heartfelt conversation with a bartender. It's like cheers. It never really happens, but like you're always like, damn, that'd be cool if me and this bartender just started like... Drowning our sorrows together. I think you would like fit perfectly in Boston. Yeah. Wouldn't you think? Like a nice old Boston bartender you get to hang out with. In nineteen thirteen. Alright, I got something for you. Okay. Hit me. It happened this morning actually. Okay. So I'm I'm you know, I'm asleep. I'm in my bed and I'm asleep. I'm it's nice and cozy. I had the heater on, it was warm. Yep. All of a sudden seven AM comes rolling around and I hear this. Someone's chopping trees down outside of my window. It's 7 o'clock in the morning. Can we not push that back three hours from then? Why does that happen? I don't understand. 
And hey, buddy, how are we supposed to breathe if you kill all the trees? Is this guy thinking? No, nobody's thinking. No one's thinking Nobody anymore. thinks anymore. Everybody's thinking about themselves. Bunch of eye guys in this city right now, which kind of ticks me off. We're making money out of paper, paper out of trees. We're making so much money we can hardly breathe. Is that a rap? No, it's from a song. Oh. But I, I just kind of said it. That was nice. Let's get to this interview. Well, I got another grind my gears. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, not a little bonus grind my gears. Okay, this one, all my grind my gears kind of have to do with you letting me down. But, uh, <laughs> what? All right. You were talking all this big game about Twitter all, all year long. I finally get a Twitter. I'm putting out absolutely unbelievable tweets. I'm getting no love. What is that? I put myself out on the line here. I'm literally on the, on line, the line. And, I mean, I'm writing things that, I mean, you got it. You should be able to, you have to pay to get these things. Just right. very, very clever stuff. I'll give you a quick explanation. And no no one likes it. No one likes it. No one retweets well, I'll it. I'll give you a quick ex- explanation. Okay. Yeah, and on? I think it's Twitter formula. I think okay. that's why. Okay. Because Twitter's a little bit weird right now. They're not you know how they're not showing everything like in timeline order. You open the app and all of a sudden it's something that was tweeted twenty four hours ago. Hate it. But I think the reason why is because you're pretty new to the game. So I haven't liked a lot of your stuff, so your stuff isn't going to show up on my timeline. So what I got to do is go into your pro, your little profile, like all of your stuff, and then Twitter's going to realize, oh, he's friends with this guy. I need to make sure that he sees this stuff. So I, I appreciate that, but also, like, but how do I get beyond that? Do I need everyone in the world to do that? I'm trying to go viral here, Paul. I don't know how, to, I don't know how that works. The fact that I'm not viral already is ridiculous, so I'm not sure how it goes. You can't submerge your head if you can't even get your feet wet. Yeah. Well... If you think about it, the tip of the iceberg is just the tip of the iceberg. There's more underneath. Okay, let's get to this interview. Chase DeYoung, little phone call. He was headed to the golf course. Uh, In spring training. Brand new segment. Brand new segment. What do we call this thing? What what do Major League Baseball players order from Starbucks? That's the new (laughs) segment. In the middle of the show, he just kind of ditches our show and, and takes a Starbucks order. And we left it in, and we just and we just did some minor announcing. We left it in there for you, little, little nugget. Little Paul, nugget. you can have it. Take it easy on me. It hasn't been baseball season in a few months. Okay, I will. I made a, I had a little hiccup there. Yeah, and but I'm not proud of it. It's hey, it's baseball. It's it's new for everybody. We're, yeah, I'm not a pitcher catcher. I haven't even reported yet. This episode of Shoot Your Shot is brought to you by Long Beach 908 Magazine's back page sponsor, the best in the real estate biz, Michelle Kay and her home selling team. Why go with Michelle Kay? Because no one cares more about her clients. She specializes in being over the top, off the charts, and helpful to clients. The bottom line is she doesn't know how to approach clients and their problems in any other way. And oh, by the way, she donates a portion of all of her sales to the number one fundraiser and supporter of local sports in our city, the Long Beach Century Club. Find Michelle Kay at betterlivinginlongbeach.com. Wow, it looks great. Traditional American Foursquare. We're on the phone here with Chase DeYoung, Seattle Mariners pitcher, former Wilson Bruin. Chase, thanks for taking the time, man. I know you're out there in Arizona crushing it. Uh, spring training, pitchers and catchers already uh, reported. So baseball season's right on the corner. Thanks, man. Yeah, happy to, have, happy to be with you guys. Can you, dis- first off, can you describe your debut for us? It wasn't like how it was expected to go but can you describe what it was like be- taking the mound taking a major league mound for the first time yeah i mean yeah exactly i mean people who who aren't familiar with the story of how i got to the big leagues last year got traded from the dodgers in major league camp over to the seattle mariner um spent a couple weeks with them actually was told that i would be the opening night starter 
uh, in AAA. And then the day before the big league team broke, I got a phone call saying that I was going to the major leagues for opening day because the guy, uh, his wife went into labor and he was going to be gone for three days. So I was filling in for him. And they told me that I wasn't going to pitch because I was the long relief guy. You know, you go into opening day for three days and, you know, most likely that guy's not going to pitch. Well, three games in, I'm sitting in the bullpen in Houston and the starter covers his innings. So I'm in there, you know, those little pink backpacks that the rookies have to wear in the bullpen. Well, they're full of like candy and all that good stuff. Uh So I'm like, you know, a good handful of Swedish fish deep in the game. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're going 13 innings and Mike Hampton looks at me and I'm the last guy in the bullpen after Nick Vincent covers his innings and, the phone rings and Mike Hampton looks at me and he goes, kid, they're not calling for me. So you better get up and start firing some bullets. So wow. I get going and I start getting loose. And then I, uh, I jog in from Houston. Cause you know, now I think we're in the 13th inning. We're up by one. So it was, Hey rookie, we need you to go get a save opening weekend in Houston, which ended up being the world series champs. And I went out there and I felt good. You know, I got, uh, I think Guriel was the first batter I faced. I got him to hit a little weak ground ball back to me, made the play. I walked Gaddis, and I remember that I stepped off the mound after I walked Gaddis, and I went to go, you know, lick my fingers to get a little substance, a little traction, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel nervous. But I remember going to my mouth, and it was – Dry. I mean, there was no saliva in my mouth. I remember just thinking, wow, I'm, I'm competing out here, but I must be nervous if my body's reacting like this. It was crazy. And then Springer went Yahtzee off you? I had another out, so I had two outs. I had two guys on because Aoki, we shifted Aoki. He hit a little weak ground ball to our third baseman, Kyle Seeger, who's a gold glove third baseman, but we made him play shortstop because we shifted him, so – little weak ground ball it should have been the third out turned into base hit yeah then 2-2 count to George Springer pretty good slider down and away for a strike that he hit into the furthest right corner of that stupid box in Houston yeah and uh yeah walked me off well John's got a quick spin zone for you yeah so are you are you taking credit for the Astros World Series win kind of getting their confidence up yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You, they didn't ship you a ring for that one. No, no, I didn't. Okay, well, I I appreciate it. You know, giving yeah, people confidence—that's a big thing. I remember uh, ESPN tweeted at me after the game saying that in all thirty major league ballparks, because they have like the stat cast stuff, that fly ball gets out of one of the thirty ballparks, Jeez, and dude. we just saw, we just so happened to be playing in that one that night. That sucks, but it, it's kind of a, I think it's a classic major league story, though. It's kind of like a welcome to the bigs. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's just I gave up a 360-foot fly ball to center field that ended up being a home run. <laughs> well, is it is it is it difficult being called up and down? Was it difficult last season, always you know, yeah, being on the, the move? The option process is pretty – it's pretty tough, the travel. Obviously, when you're going up to the big leagues, you're just stoked, and it's whatever it takes, but uh, – yeah, just kind of the the uncertainty of, oh, I'm going to be the, the long reliever. Oh, I'm going to be a starter. I'm in my rotation in AAA as a starter every five days, and they call me up. I sit in the bullpen for a couple of days until they need 
you know, the emergency guy. And then I go in and, you know, give them four or five innings out of the pen to save the bullpen. It's tough, but I mean, dude, you're, you're still in the big leagues. It's incredible. It's, it's an awesome opportunity, but yeah, it's not easy. I remember the second time I, or the first time I got recalled. So after Houston, I go back down, I made two starts, did really well. We go on the road and then I get, I get called up in Oakland and I go to Oakland and I throw really well out of the bullpen. I threw four innings on one hit, no runs. I think I had one walk and I got my first big league strikeouts. Well, they send me down. I meet the AAA team in El Paso. I was in El Paso. No, I was in Albuquerque for two days. Love that place. And then, yeah, I was in Albuquerque for two days. And we're in the airport in Albuquerque at like 7 o'clock at night. And we see Felix Hernandez on the TV and he gets hurt. And we get a phone call when I'm in Albuquerque and it said, hey, like, there's a good chance you're going to be going back up because of injury. Uh, you're going to be going back up to the big leagues. So then we get on our flight from Albuquerque to Phoenix. They confirm it in Phoenix. I get to my locker in Tacoma at like 2 a.m., unpack all my AAA stuff, pack up all my big league stuff. I slept on the training room table for four hours. And then because I couldn't go back home to my apartment because I had no way of getting my car and everything away from the airport if I drove myself. So I paid the clubhouse manager to stay in the clubhouse too. He's got a bed there. So I was like, all right, sweet. You got a bed. I'm going to go sleep on the training table. And then he drove me to the airport at six in the morning and then I flew to Detroit. And then a couple of days after that, I made uh, my first big league start in Cleveland. Dude, that is wild. <laughs> that's an awesome story. Yeah. So that, that's a, just a triple a grinder story. Can I, hey, do you think I could get a bed at the clubhouse? Yeah, we do. We got some air mattresses. I mean, we got it's it's a two star hotel, man, for sure. Oh, I love that. That's be, that's yeah. better than most things we stay in. <laughs> so far, what's your uh, what's your favorite part of about Seattle, the city? Uh, it's it's such a beautiful city, man. I had no idea. I mean, we went up. I went up here last summer, and. I mean, I'll be honest with you. When we broke camp and I went up there in April, I was like, dang, I'm freezing. And it was just kind of cold and wet and gloomy. But then all of a sudden, like that second week of June rolls around and it's just perfect. It's like 72, no humidity, like just, it was just beautiful. And uh, the fan base up there is is solid, man. Like they really, really pull for us. And uh, just no question whether they're supportive of us. And, and it's uh, it's really fun. I mean, I was warming up in in the bullpen, and you know, I'm getting ready to go, and and the fans like, hey man, DeYoung, like this is it, man. This is your, this it's gonna be your first big league win today. And then I threw really well against Texas, but I got a no decision. And but it was uh, you know, it, it's a it's an awesome city. Who's the best uh, hitter that you faced in your career so far? You could say me too if you want. Yeah, uh, no, you're not on the list, man. Sorry, you didn't make the short list. Francisco Lindor was a good hitter. I'm trying to think who else. Edwin Encarnacion was a good one. Uh, who else? I mean, let's put George Springer in there. Of course. Yeah, he, he's he's one of them. I mean, you got him to pop up though, so it wasn't a big yeah, deal. Yeah, it was a pop up. I'll still give him the credit, man. <laughs> do you do yeah, you have scouting reports for all Springer, these guys? 
Springer's probably the best the best hitter I've faced. World Series MVP. I mean, yeah, the guy. Let's yeah, those credentials, those will get him a long way in life. Hey, you'll get there one day. What one day? What about uh? We've been we've been watching you you're, you on Instagram. You've been golfing a lot with Chase Bellinger, right? Cody, Cody Bellinger. Oh, Cody. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Chase. Nah, Cody. Oh. Well, Cody. Why are you guys such good buddies? I played with him with the Dodgers when I got traded in Rancho. He and I played together, and I mean, seriously, when when we were together, I was like a big brother to him, and we're just we're boys. So then he moved uh, to Newport for the off season. We got the same agent, so we worked out together at the same gym and just spent a lot of time together. He wants to get better at golf, so try to help him out a little bit. What's your uh, What's your bet for when you face him? If you face him in the major leagues, I know you guys got a side bet going. Um, breaking balls down, fastballs up. I mean, make him swing it. <laughs> Does he, is there a bet like uh, if he hits a bomb off you, you owe him something? No, we haven't. We haven't made that bet yet. He might need to buy me a new set of clubs. Does he use your your clubs? There's no yeah, way. He did. Oh, he does. Yeah, I hit. I hit left-handed. Oh, okay. A little little uh, little humble brag right now for you. You're you're on the you're headed to the golf course while we're freaking slaving away over here. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> what went into your decision to go straight out of high school instead of going to SC? Was it difficult to make that decision? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the black sheep of my family. I'm like the only one without a graduate degree, let alone just a, a bachelor's. I mean, my dad and my brother are both doctors. My mom's got a master's. My brother's working on his. It's just, but, uh, you know, we just, we just really felt called that, you know, it was God's plan for me to be going and uh, just we were comfortable with sending me to pro ball. And uh, the biggest part about it was that major league baseball has a college scholarship program. So I earned my full ride to USC and they honored that by uh, matching what four years of my freshman tuition would, would have been. And I have that in a, in an account. Well, MLB's on the hook for that much for me to pursue education after baseball's done for me. That's cool. What are you so going to major in? Uh, most likely business. Yeah, I would love to, after baseball's done, to actually stay in the game and be some, fort of, some form of front office. Uh, I think I have a knowledge for the game, and I'm an intellectual. And the fact that I played, I feel like it gives me a unique perspective that I could be some form of, like, liaison between the front office analytical side and the you know the guys on the field well if that doesn't work out i got another business idea here for you what's it's, that it's called chase dijon mustard what do you think hey yep there you go are we doing it i mean if that's not on sandwiches in seattle in the next 10 years i, I failed <laughs> you can have that one for free hey, hey there we go you Thanks. must have you must have uh you must feel real shameful for not having a college degree yet that's yeah, got, that's got to yeah. suck when you go back home and you have to go face your family. Yeah, somebody said that to me when I was in high school and I got drafted and I decided to bypass college. They were like, because we were doing those like state standardized tests, and you have to like fill out your parents' educational stuff. And they were like, "Aren't you going to be embarrassed? Like your kids going to have to fill out that you don't have a college degree?" <laughs> they said that to me, and I was like, "Well, I wasn't at first, but dang, now you're making me think about it." <laughs> Well, next time I see you in person, I'm just going to use a bunch of big words that you wouldn't be able to understand because you didn't go to college. It's going to make me yeah, look really bring cool. It on. Has Robinson Cano taught you how to dress? 
dress. Yeah. He's got some pretty uh, swag outfits. Does he teach you how or no? I mean, I'm I'm not even in the same tax bracket to be buying that <laughs> stuff. But I can appreciate his. He's got a real strong watch game. I'm a I'm a big watch guy. Okay. And uh, guys rolling around with some some yacht masters and some Royal Oaks and yeah, I mean just that went right over my head. Watches. You'd have no idea what those are. That's all right. I'm just thinking the watch. Great movie, but I still shop no, at no, Marshalls. No, no, no. No, no, no. That guy's wearing watches uh, with how much money I make in a year. <laughs> uh, have you been hazed yet? I didn't hear the question. Have you been hazed yet? No, not yet. Well, I mean, I wore the pink backpack and stuff, but other than that. But guys these days just wear pink backpacks anyway. You've walked around high school lately? Like Hello Kitty? No, no, no. I had to carry the troll's backpack with matching luggage out to the bullpen every time I was up. <laughs> I always make fun of those dudes, uh, and I pretend like I'm better than you guys, even though it's not true. Yeah, I get I get catcalled a lot. I get whistled at. <laughs> Have you ever seen Nelson yeah. Cruz naked? Yeah, seen everybody naked. Nice. How'd it go? Uh, yeah, great. Yep. <laughs> that guy's one of the strong. That guy looks like he was chiseled out of granite. <laughs> uh, what are your goals for this year? Coming into the season. Uh, I'm trying to throw 100 innings in the big leagues, man. I mean, I understand that with the year I had last year, I'm probably going to need to uh, earn my kind of earn my way back up through AAA. But, you know, I, I just want to have a consistent workload in the big leagues. Hey, uh, the hazing question, I guess it's right now because Zipchensky texts me that I need to pick him up Starbucks before we go to the first, first tee. So I'm about to order. There you go. Just just, just get him a grand day instead of a, a – what are they called? Uh, Venti. I, Venti. I don't know, but they're gonna have to put his name on the cup. Good luck with that. Oh, one seriously. Second. Seriously. Can I uh, can I get one? Wow. Big iced coffee with two Splendas and a skim milk. Newest segment. Shoot your shot. Throwing a vanilla latte for me, Chase. Hang on. Say that one more time, please. Do you want a Venti or a Uh, let's go Venti. Good call. And then what was the? Venti's got to be like a big one. Like, what do you want to add to it? Two Splendas and skim milk. That's such a freaking weak order, Zepchinski. And then I need a, I need a, another venti classic iced coffee with just half and half in the uh, classic sweetener. Is that your order? Good call. <laughs> nah, that's it. Thanks. Chase, you at the are you at the original Starbucks right now? No, I'm in Peoria, Arizona. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, walked by the, I walked by the original Starbucks, man. It's nothing. I mean, yeah, it's cool, but I'm not waiting 45 minutes for a burnt cup of coffee. I've, I've been there. It's not very good. Hey, is he going to pay you back for that? No. Do you use Venmo? That's you could just just up. Venmo charge him. <laughs> hey, Venmo no, charge I, us. No, get, get us on. Get the feet hot. He's taking really good care of me when I was up in the big league. Seems like a good dude. Do you like, hey, when you pitch at Safeco, Safeco do you like the roof closed or open? Close. It's always raining. Do you like? The, have you had those those chocolate covered crickets yet, or no? Oh no, man! I can't believe people are eating those. Dude, hey, I heard got, they're bomb. We got an ice cream machine in the clubhouse that serves soft serve that tastes exactly like a Wendy's frosty. No Ooh, joke. That's good. Dude, got that on tap. Me and uh, Crew Seeger, Kyle's little boy, mm -hmm. we crush those after games. <laughs> man, a little humble brag. You're making me freaking mad. That I can't, like, do that every Dude, day. Dude, you're, you're asking questions, man. I'm just giving you answers and insights. <laughs> what are the chances we get the naming rights for Safeco next year? Oh, I just heard about that. I don't know. 
Nine oh are you thinking nine oh eight? Yeah, nine oh eight field. Can we pull that off? How much money do you think we could throw down? And can you help us with your your scholarship, your Chase to Young scholarship? Uh, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna need to start a GoFundMe page even after I give you that scholarship. <laughs> Harry, are you right in between the order window and the pickup window right now? No, I'm at the pickup window. They're just kind of lagging a little bit. Okay, that's classic Starbucks. Starbucks is not yeah. a sponsor of our program, so we can bash them as mu- as much as they want. That oh, wouldn't yeah, happen at It's right. a Grind. I know that. That's for sure. That's part of it. What do uh, they have? It's a grinds out here in Arizona. Do they really? No, they don't. Oh, they don't. No. Oh, they, they don't. got Dutch don't. Bros though. What about? Oh yeah. What about that that uh, scholarship? Can you explain your scholarship a little bit? Yeah. Ever since I got drafted, you know, I was I was blessed with a good signing bonus, and you know, I've I haven't really touched it much at all. Uh, but it's something I always wanted to do was give back, and my family and I you know, started the DeYoung Family Scholarship given away by the Century Club to a an athlete coming out of the Moore League known as a high character uh, person. Thanks. Uh, so we do that, and we've this year, the fifth year, thank you. This year was the fifth year of giving away that scholarship. So I'm pretty proud of that, just to, you know, kind of reinvest in the community that raised me try to help out the next generation of, uh, of athletes coming out of Long Beach. One of the cool things is, is actually the first recipient of that scholarship was Chris Castellanos. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Another uh, criteria you need for it is you need to try to pursue uh, athletics in college. So the first recipient of that scholarship was Chris Castellanos, and he actually just got drafted out of Stanford last year by the Seattle Mariners. Hey, that would be sick if you guys were in the same rotation. I know, right? That is a super cool scholarship, though, because you're the o- you're the only guy under the age of like sixty that gives out a scholarship. So it's yeah, when I joined the Century Club, I beat out Misty May for the youngest uh, the youngest um, what is it, what am I a member? Yeah, yeah I dropped yeah. The, I dropped the average age in there by at least like thirty five years <laughs> when I joined. Well, you don't go to the weekly meetings. I don't know what you're doing. You're, I don't know. Like, are you like off somewhere else? I don't know. Hey, but, I'll FaceTime you. But, but I'm at the weekly meetings, and it's about? it's me and all 70-year-olds. So, Dude, where are you at? I went to the one right before I left. This year, I only went to one. Last year, I usually try to go like at least once or twice a month. Oh, really? Oh, I, we we yeah. must go the other one or two times a month because I crush those flatbreads yeah. at Boathouse. Hey, <laughs> that's good stuff right there. What, what would be your pitch sequence against uh, Trout this year? Yeah, I'm gonna have to look at the tape on that one because I I haven't faced him and I gotta I gotta try to play the numbers on that one. That guy can hit. I think he's a little bit overrated to be honest. Yeah. Nah. You want to pitch, John? <laughs> I I I don't have a UCL, so I can't do it. Or else I would. Oh yeah. Hey, neither did Ra Ra Dickey doesn't have one either. That's not an excuse. Yeah. Hey, sh- could you teach me how to throw a knuckleball? I mean, he could probably do it. Hey, does Mike Ham- Hampton is he the pitching coach and the hitting coach? No, that guy raked though. <laughs> I know. I know. He was the uh, he's he was our bullpen coach last year, but he had to step away, so we have a new one now. Who is it now? Uh, Brian. I just met him. You don't know his last bullpen bro? coach. <laughs> he's like, is he like Seal? He's that good? Just Brian. Yeah. No, Brian. I don't know what Brian. He's he's a real big guy, big beard, dude. It's spring training. There's like 80 guys in camp, and I mean, thank God we all got our last names on the back of our shirts, or. Man, that'd be kind of tough. <laughs> Have you pitched a bigger game yet than uh, DeYoung versus Watson at Blair 2011? Uh, I mean, 
mean, I pitched on Felix Hernandez bobblehead night last year against the <laughs> Texas Rangers. I mean, that was 60,000 people, but, I mean, I didn't know 90% of the crowd in that DeYoung Watson game. I knew pretty much everybody in the seats. That was must. That was oh, must so, watch. That was a that was so a must watch. I was I'm home from college no. and I had to go to that thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go no on that one. That one's still probably one of the biggest games. That was huge. Those were always yeah. nuts, dude. He's I was... doing well now. I uh, I heard he's doing well with the Phillies. He's uh, he's getting up there. I think he got up to Double A last year. Pretty happy to hear that about him. He's got stuff, man. He, he's if yeah, he puts I mean, it together, the dude. The guy just had the guy just had health problems, and it wasn't even like injuries. It's like. That guy went out to Pro Bowl and then got diabetes. It's like, dang, like, how do you prepare for that? Yeah, it's tough. Luckily, Lakewood yeah. has a pipeline to Philadelphia. I don't know wh- why that is, but yeah, seriously, we need to, we need to get Wilson Wilson a pipeline. Yeah, Hicks yeah, isn't I mean, Hicks we, wasn't we, good we enough. Wonder, <laughs> well, yeah, we got hey, we got a pipeline to the AL. I mean, we got New York, uh, Seattle, and then Chris Betts is in where is he? Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, he's in Tampa. The the Mariners are always hyped up, dude, before the season. And they always seem to like not achieve. But what what does it look like this year? Are you guys like pumped this we year? We rake. We rake. I mean, you got Robinson Cano out there coming off the All Star Game MVP. Nelson Cruz getting the Silver Slugger. I mean, our hitting coach is going into Cooperstown next year, which is pretty cool. No, like our pitching. You know, we need production out of guys like me, Andrew Moore, Marco Gonzalez. Uh, you know, Felix is looking good. If we pitch, you know, we like where we're at. You know, we were talking kind of about the underdog is the hungry dog thing. And uh, we like where we're at, where we're coming into camp. And, you know, we're ready to just surprise the world. Dude, I hope you guys win the World Series. I'm not going to lie. I'm not like a big Mariners fan, but I'm a fan of you. And that would be pretty sick. Hey, there we go. Hey, we have a bet with Matt Duffy and J.P. Crawford, friends of the program. Okay. Whoever wins the more league this year, this year, baseball, the people of the other teams have to wear that hat for a day. Would you like to be in our bet? Yeah, I'm in on that. Okay, good. So when Milliken wins the more league this year, you're going to have to wear a Milliken hat. No, when Wilson wins the more league this year, they got to wear a Wilson hat. Okay. Okay. I'm glad to, have, to have, finally have a guy in my team, Chase. So hey, when, there when, you go, John. when Wilson wins, we can just. Uh, Go crush some some skim milk lattes at Starbucks together. Hey, oh, there we go. Okay, cool. But you pay. There we go. <laughs> I'll we, bend my you. We, fin- we finish all of our interviews with a set of rapid fire questions. We call these. Right. Do, do we have we called these? Th- have we called it something? Pepper. No, we've already called. It, he's not a hitter. Oh, yeah. uh, we call these. We call these uh, O2 sliders in the dirt. Okay. To- uh, I mean, we can call them comebackers. We can call them whatever you want. But, okay, comeback. Uh, no PFPs. PFPs. Yeah. PFPs, all right. We I got tea time in like five minutes, so here we go. Oh, we'll, we'll knock oh, it out. Man, we got this. What's your favorite sports movie? Miracle. Nice. It's because it's about the name on the front, not the name on the back, right? No, it's about the underdog 1980 Olympic hockey team at Lake Lake Placid <laughs> led by Herb Brooks. Get that through <laughs> your head. Lake Feed the Wolf, gentlemen. <laughs> He's getting puffed up. You know he's near the golf course. Uh, were you a fantastic cafe guy or best place cafe guy back in the day? Which one was... By my house, by the Shell Station. The one, the one where Taco Beach is now was best place. Yeah, best yeah. Place. yeah, the one that Taco Beach was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good call. Favorite so ballpark. Yeah, it was called Best Blair Place. Field. Well, there you go, Blair Field. Good call. <laughs> What's your best sport besides baseball? Golf. Do wow. you have a manual or electric toothbrush? Manual. 
Ah, there you go. You're because you're a hard worker. I always knew that about you. Yep. Whaley or Hartwell? Whaley. Atta boy. Least favorite baseball team? Boston Red Sox. Well, I like that. The answer is the next one on your schedule. But I like that. The Red Sox, okay, we'll take that. <laughs> yeah. You just told the Red Sox you never want to be on the team. <laughs> don't, don't limit your opportunities, Chase. You're young. Yeah, you're right. How about, can we go to Toronto since they traded me? Yeah, go. and they're from Canada, so no one cares. I mean, I played for them, so. <laughs> what, you know, you're over there in the seafood capital of the world. Uh, have you ever had Rocky Mountain oysters? No, I have not eaten bull testicles. <laughs> Okay, just 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 checking. In 2012, you were drafted ahead of Jameis Winston. And do you care to comment? I mean, you were more you were, you were pro ready, and he wasn't. I mean, yeah. Let's just let that speak for itself. How far can you throw the fish at Pike's Place Market? If I had a little rosin on my hands, I could probably get you know 50 feet in there. I think those things are kind of slippery. <laughs> hey, that 2000 real quick. That 2012 draft was freaking loaded, dude. Have you seen? Yeah, a lot of arms. It's it's ridiculous. Alex Wood was drafted behind you. You got, like, uh, Heaney was in that one. Correa was drafted one overall. But just, yeah, he's pretty good. That's Yeah, he was pretty good this year. What are, hey, what are the chances King Felix listens to this? To this interview? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a big zero. <laughs> you can't. You don't have any pool? We're cool. I mean, we're okay, but, I mean, I'm cooler with, like, Robbie and Nelson. I mean, you don't have I mean, any pool. Not, oh, no, 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 no. I don't get the ox cord in the clubhouse. I don't get anything like that. When we send it to you, can you tag Ichiro? <laughs> I don't even have any of his stuff. <laughs> All right, well, All right Chase. Hey. We're going to tag Ichiro for sure. I know he's not there anymore, but that's fine. Thanks All for right. coming on the show, dude. Hey, good luck on your uh, in your golf round today. Thanks. I don't really care about the upcoming season, just the golf round. <laughs> shoot, shoot your shot real fast. What are you going to shoot today? Uh, wind's looking good. We're going to try to keep it under 83. Under eighty three. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to go eighty. Wow. All right. Good luck, brother. Thanks, guys. Good luck talk this season, later. man. Yeah, talk to you soon. Thanks, you Chase. Later. Wow. Right? Yeah. Great. Amazing. Let's get a shoe shine. So John, are you embarrassed? I'm very embarrassed. I thought <laughs> I don't know why I thought Cody Bellinger's name was Chase Bellinger. And then you corrected me and I still like I was like, What are you talking about? Does he have a brother? It, well, and I'm a, I'm the Dodger fan here. Yeah, you're the Dodger fan. I watch like every game. But here, look, a little spin zone for you. Baseball ended in October, dude. Yeah. Just like the spiders. Do you think the spiders? Yep, they got you. baseball. They got you. Well, wow. no, they've been tricking you. They've been tricking you. So they left and they took all of your baseball knowledge. The spiders have eight legs and nine players on the field, but minus the pitcher. Well, so that's you, math. Well, you're forgetting one player, and you forgot Cody for, Bellinger yeah. on that one. See. That's that spin zone for you. Follow the spiders. What a, a pretty epic interview, though. He's down to earth. He's a dude that you could go hang out with at any point. Oh, Cody DeYoung's a great guy. Great, <laughs> great, great guy. Love him. Cody DeYoung. Yeah, that's his new name, Cody DeYoung. Hey, do you think he's – we got to get Ichiro to listen to this. Ichiro's a lifetime – he's the only li- lifetime Mariner that's wasn't on the Mariners the whole his whole lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the history of any sport, he's the only lifetime guy that actually played for the teams. Do you, well, we'll get Ichiro, King Felix. We're going to go to Seattle to go visit him. We can sleep in the two-star hotel called the training room yep. on one of the blow-up mattresses, which is big time for us. We need that. Save money. You know, we're, things are, we're, we got a lot of trips to take, so we have to save money somehow. I hope we go to a game where he, like, throws a perfect game or something. 
Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Actually, hey, you know what? We should text him. We should text him and tell him, like, one time he walks off the mound, he should do a gesture, and it's towards us. Well, the the cool thing about Chase is, in his mind, he throws a perfect game every time. Because, like, if he if he gives up a home run, he's just like, ah, it's just pop up. Like he how, he's great at spin zoning his own performance. Yeah, I felt which is very very well needed. How? But he's so right about that. How bad did you feel for him? Springer hit that ball three twenty or whatever. I would feel bad for him if I didn't think he was gonna have a great career. I think yeah, because right. the fact that I think Chase is gonna be a great great player and have an awesome career makes me think that's an awesome like opening day story, like a like a welcome to the bigs type thing mm-hmm. that he could tell his grandkids one day, like, hey, it ain't easy up there. Yeah, it's gonna be on the Fox Sports Northwest. Yeah. I'm looking forward to watching that. I, I get it because of Seattle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot yours, hot topic. A lot of hot topics going on in the world right now, and we're going to talk about them because that's what we do. We spit hot fire. Hear about this? Lucky Charms is adding a new shape, a new marshmallow shape. It's the unicorn. <laughs> is this really a hot topic? Uh, it's real hot. It's a pathetic topic. No, it's not. Okay. Because I don't like it. What's you, what, why is everything got to change? Do you eat Lucky Charms? Now, now I'll hop on board. If we're just if we're just blatantly against change, I'm in. Why do we got to change? Why can't I just sit here in these clothes and just drink this coffee for the rest of my life? I don't know. That's what I'm That's saying. What That's what I'm trying to do. spin zone for you. I have no yeah. idea why. I don't really know much about Lucky Charms, but I, for sure I'm against change. I think they brought in like the the shooting star or something or the balloon, the balloon back in the day. And even then I was kind of pissed about it. It was like 10 years ago. And now all of a sudden a unicorn's coming around because it's magically delicious or whatever. I don't have time for that. I don't need it. Do you remember Team Cheerios? I love Cheerios. Team Cheerios. Do you remember when they came out with Team Cheerios? What is, what is that? They were great. It was like every Cheerio was in the same box. So you had Frost Ooh, and you know. Yeah. It was all of them. I like and that. I used to crush those. I think it was like for the Olympics or something, like circa 2004. They should bring those back circa But they 20, never bring them back. That was a great deal. What about Port Republic beer? I remember Port Republic. $5 at Ralph's. <laughs> it was like $5 for a 30-pack or something. What happened to that? Plus tax. What was that for? I don't know, but we drank a lot of it when it was around. See, people come up with great ideas, yeah, yeah. and then they take them away. If we're going to change, and if the change is good, why go back? Why revert? Got another one here for you. Hot topic everybody's been talking about. National anthems. You see Fergie's rendition of the national anthem at the All-Star game? I saw a bit. Well, I mean, it was a nightmare, to be honest. At least I thought it was a nightmare. Did What did you think about it? Did you, did you when you, fin- when you finished I, listening I mean, to it? I don't really care about Fergie or anything. I don't either. But let me let me spin this back to Long Beach because I was not watching that uh, national anthem. But what I was watching the night before was UCLA Volleyball at Long Beach State. Packed pyramid. Long Beach State, great win. The number one seed over the number two seed in the nation. You know what kicked off that game? Was one of the best national anthems I've ever heard. This young lady sang her heart out. And on the part where you think you think she's so high that she's going to go down. Oh, what part is it? It's like uh, near the end. And the rockets it's right there. there. The bombs were seen in air. Gave proof to the night that our flag was still there. Oh, she went, flag was still there. And she kept going up? Yeah, and oh, she was it. already super high. And the, and, the, and the crowd just was in awe, as was I. And What uh, a match, by the way. It was packed in there. Oh, it was a packed house. You kidding me? And TJ DeFalco's the real, real deal. Well, I mean, he's the player of the year last year. But we got to, this chick should be singing all the national anthems. Andy Fee, lock her up. Well, yeah, that's a good. that's a good job. To have. You could just be the Long Beach State National Anthem singer. 
Yeah, why are we cycling through these singers when we have we a good have one? To. We don't cycle through announcers. We've got a great one. Oh, oh. You didn't switch out Vince Scully every single game? Paul, you're going to – sorry, i got to hijack this okay, segment. No, you're, you're fine. You're going to get thing. pissed off. I hate getting pissed off. I'm going to – this is – see, I'm going to see. I'm gonna start a Twitter or the NFE again. Okay. We're losing top, top talent. Guess who had his last game ever last week? Mike Patrick. Dangerous Dave. He's gone. What? How? When? I don't know why. why. I don't know. He just, I was at the, it was at the basketball game. I was at the basketball game and they said we did a standing ovation for Dangerous Dave. Paul, give him a, a little rundown of who Dangerous Dave is. Well, Dangerous Dave has been crushing Long Beach State sporting events since I was negative three years old. He's the like the biggest cheerleader of all time. He's, he's like, like an actual guy. He doesn't wear a costume. Really. No, he's just a guy with a, a with a, with one of those things, those little those, triangle things that, that you you yell into. It makes it louder. It's skinny where you talk, and it's and it's bigger. Yeah. At the what other are they end. called? Cylindrical uh, shapes. Yeah, cylindrical phone. They're not bullhorns, are they? I don't know. I think bullhorns are like some of no idea. But he's gone. D- Dangerous Dave is gone. So Andy Fee. That's ridiculous. I'm a big Andy Fee guy. Wait, did he make the decision? I don't know. I, I don't think. I don't think a decision was made. I just think like we got to not let top talent go. Meanwhile, this girl scene just falls into our laps. Let's not let her go. She killed it. Can I give you my quick take though for for your national, for your national anthem? anthem? <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah. go ahead. Just national anthems in general. Yeah. I think we should bang the whole thing, and I think the whole crowd should sing it. You seen these hockey games where everybody's yep. singing these national anthems? I think we should do it. I think it's a great idea. Get everybody involved. Everybody's a superstar at but, that one moment. But people won't get involved. This is the problem. See, but that's not whose problem is that? It's not ours. <laughs> well, it kind of is. If you're the one <laughs> suggesting the change, then it doesn't work out. One okay. more, one more hot topic for you. There's this Chiefs lineman. You know the Kansas City Chiefs. They got a lineman. His name's I think he's French. Laurent Duvernay Tardif. Does that oui, sound oui. French? Oh, uh, oui, oui, monsieur. Well, he wants to put MD on the back of his jersey after his name because he's a doctor. He's got a doctorate degree. That's ridiculous. I I totally agree with you. I think it's the most ridiculous thing in the world because all these doctors, every all of a sudden they get a doctorate degree. Now they they think they're cooler than everybody else. So oh, so what? You went to school for you know eight more years or whatever. You ever worked at a McDonald's before? That's the real grind. If you're a doctor, prove it. Save a life. Yeah. Don't tell everyone about it. Don't tell everybody they'll, about it. They'll yeah. find out when everyone's like, oh, that guy was dying, and now he's not dead. I think the only person that should be able allow, allowed to call a doctor is a person that saves a life. You're right. I agree. Hey. If you're a doctorate, if you've got a doctorate in, like, I don't know, philosophy, who freaking cares? My mom has a doctorate in microbiology, I think. She hasn't told one person in her whole life. I didn't even know till a couple years ago. I see. I had no idea. I had no idea because your mom's going about it. The, the only right people way. that know are people I tell, and, and only and, I, and I only tell people to use as excuses why you shouldn't tell people. So let's let's start the epidemic or stop the epidemic. Let's start the epidemic to stop the epidemic of not allowing anybody to call themselves a doctor unless they've saved a life before. I don't care if you went to school for eight years. Nobody cares. No one cares cares if you went to school. Nine oh eight. Athlete of the week that got that got me hot right there, John. I appreciate you uh, going about. Paul, that. you've been pretty pissed off all show. Yeah, well, you're making me look like a very cool head. 
Well, you weren't very cool. Like, you didn't have that cool of a head in that Buckley interview a couple weeks ago. Remember? You were hot in that in that interview. And he kept making fun of you for having, like, coffee stains on and whatnot. Let me give you a little uh, insight on fighting. If you're up against a buck and buck gives you the antlers, you got to give the antlers right back. Okay? That's just facts. That's nature. I'm going to put that one and, in my back pocket. And me and, buck, me and buck went antler to antler. And I think we all know who came out on top. That's going in my back pocket. Yep. 908 Athlete of the Week. A buck product. Long Beach a, State a, pitcher. A, a pro buck. <laughs> Long Beach State pitcher. Zach Bayoun. Yep. Seven innings pitched. Four hits. One earned run. 12 strikeouts. And a dub over St. Mary's College. On opening day. Opening day. We were, Remember John Sheeks went down with that injury. We were freaking out about the whole thing. Our Friday night guy was, was injured. He's... Did we find out? Is he, is he done for the year? Do we know? Uh, it's looking bad. It's looking bad. It doesn't look good, and we were bummed out about the whole thing. I hope he gets better soon. I'm not a doctor, Paul, because I haven't ever <laughs> saved a life. I haven't saved <laughs> but, a life, and I haven't gone to school but, for eight years, so yeah. I'm not sure yet. But Zach Bayoun fills in right away, Friday night, 12Ks, gets the dub. Long Beach State's, you know, they're, they've hit a little bit of a lull. They've lost like three in a row or so, but it's early. It's early. we got time to hey, figure this thing dirt out. Dirt bag baseball is back. See, that's the best part it's about back. the whole thing. Best part so, about the whole thing. Blairfield spent a, a beautiful – when were we there, Saturday or Sunday? Spent a beautiful Sunday there raising money for kids. You're the, a nice guy. You're a nice guy. The, the kids were there too, and we were raising money for them. It's called uh, – With Purpose. It's called – yeah, it's called With Play Purpose. With Purpose. It was called With Purpose, and we were raising money for the kids. We were having a beautiful day at Blair, and it was a great time. I'm glad you had a good time, dude. <laughs> Dirtbag three-game losing streak. They go to TCU this weekend. Probably the tough non toughest non-conference schedule in the country. TCU ain't no joke. Let's go pull a couple W's off from uh, out in Fort Worth. I'll be there. No, I won't. I won't be there. You won't be there. There's no way we can because it's Wednesday. Well, there, there is a way, but it's just difficult. Uh, let me just mention Dirtbag baseball is back, which means seeds are back. Spits. I... Uh, I was actually chewing on some Davids. See, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. David Originals. You know what? You kids with your fancy barbecue, dill pickle. I like them all, but sometimes you just got to go first opening series of the of the season. David Originals. Spit them out. And, uh, and seeds are back. And so is uh, my happiness. Seeds are back. Change is bad. That's what I've learned today. Yep. From this show. And I appreciate that from you. But seeds literally change into trees. Don't Remember, chop trees down. Johnny Apple seed creates apple trees. And George Washington chops trees down. Now George Washington Carver, he created the nut, the peanut. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is a legume. Yeah. Okay. Because the cashews in a different family. Yeah. What a show, dude! Great show. show. <laughs> Great show. Subscribe to the show. Go to lb908.com to check out all of our videos and whatnot that we put together. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. You can check it out on SoundCloud. What else we got? Ooh. Facebook. We're hot on Facebook. No, no, I was going to say, uh, so we weren't at a bar this week because we had to interview Chase on the phone. So the show is not brought to you by Bar This Week. It is brought to you by Long Beach 908 Facebook page. You're going to want to check it out because we have two new shows. If you like Shoot Your Shot, we've got two new shows coming out in the next couple weeks. What are they called? Uh, th- well, I can't reveal the names yet, but we got. Uh, uh, they're going to be weekly shows, videos. Ooh, they're not about sports. They're about other stuff. We're not stepping. On other, your, we're not stepping on your toes. Here, there's Paul. other things in the world besides yeah, sports. There 
There are. So sponsored by Facebook at LB908 in the search bar. Also, follow us on uh, Instagram. Instagram. 908 Sports and Twitter, 908 Sports. Obviously, we talk about it every single time. At John Grossi 908 on Twitter. Make um, sure you hit him up. Then it, hit, everything's <laughs> going to pop up on your feed if you start liking all of his stuff. Quote, tweet, tweet. John's hot. He knows what he's doing nowadays. A little uh, into the future for you. I think next week. Is it next week? Our show's going to be from probably one of the greatest bars in America. Top. Top three bar in America. Top three bar in America, if not top two. Yeah. And that includes uh, Puerto Rico. Life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot. Time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?